Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. All right, here we are again, back with another thought of the day. It's been a while since I've done this, but I was on vacation, and then, of course, had to deal, if you were listening to Gators Breakdown, the, the AC in the house messing up, but we would come back from vacation, so we've been dealing with a lot, finally be able, finally able to get back here on YouTube uh, live, and then... Uh, Post them on the other uh, platforms as well, but finally back in the saddle here for uh, for these uh, thoughts of the day. So I'm the host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Glad to be able to, to start doing this again. And of course, yeah, the the big topic uh, of the day is name, image, and likeness. And we'll get into all that uh, that discussion here. That's what, what the thought of the day will be with this. But I got plenty, plenty lined up. Um, probably to take us through uh, a little while and probably going to start doing it a little bit different. Um, going to do the initial conversation here on YouTube, and then I'll extend the episode for Gators Breakdown Plus members. Uh, I'm going to kind of pose the topic to Gators Breakdown Plus members, get their thoughts, and we'll extend the episode uh, as I give uh, my feedback to everything that they have sent uh, with the topic and the thought of the day. So got anything you want me to, to, to discuss? Uh, send it my way, Gators Breakdown at gmail.com, or send it to me on Twitter. Uh, or if, you get, if you're on Gators Breakdown Plus, send it to me in the uh, Discord chat or, or, or message there. But uh, we'll get we'll get these going, keep them going. Plenty of topics uh, coming up there. But uh, remember, if you haven't listened to this week's Gators Breakdown episode, Will Miles and I discussed all the transfers that Dan Mullen has accumulated over the last few years and how there's about 10. 11 of those guys that we're going to expect heavy, heavy contributions from uh, in 2021. So go back and listen to that episode if you haven't yet. Plenty, plenty there to discuss. And some really good uh, conversation there, uh, especially for the running back position and the five-star transfers, Demarcus Bowman, Lorenzo Lingard there. But let's get into the thought of the day. Name, image, and likeness on July 1st has become a thing in college football and uh, set up a set up a storm, a firestorm in, in the last uh, uh, night, day or, or, or so leading up to July 1st. And you've kind of seen some players out there um, put on social media for businesses to reach out to them if they want to uh, sponsor those players, if they want those players to sponsor their businesses. We're going to see a whole lot more of that. And you're starting to see some players like from FSU in Miami and Mackenzie Milton and De'Eric King get together and um, – come up with a platform for players uh, and uh, to show their uh, image and likeness themselves at live events and stuff like that. So you're going to see a whole lot more. You're going to see a lot of businesses start to cater social media platforms uh, be made for players like this to, to give shout outs and send messages to. It's going to, it's going to be big. It's going to change the way we think about college football, college football players uh, and become a way for them to, to make some revenue uh, off of this. So a lot to get into uh, with this. And, man, uh, 
going back to the NCAA and probably how they dropped the ball <laughs> on there. So we're going to get to give, give a great explanation of what name, image, and likeness is um, and what to maybe expect uh, from it. And some really good thoughts uh, from you out there as well. But this is a long time coming. Uh, but, this, you know, it's something the NCAA has tr just tried to stop in the name of amateurism. Uh, I know, you know, many think a scholarship and, and, and cost of attendance is enough for college football players out there. But these players should be able to market themselves uh, with all the money the schools make off of them and through multiple ways. We saw the NCAA video game basically use uh, likenesses of Tim Tebow and, 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 and players out there. You knew that, of course, it said QB 15 on the jersey, but. You knew that was Tim Tebow. It was left-handed. He was, what, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, had the right height, had the right weight. You knew that was Tim Tebow without them saying that was Tim Tebow. Ed O'Bannon comes in and basically forces EA Sports to, to quit making the video game because they used the player's likenesses. Hated that part of it, but I got it. I didn't like it, didn't agree with it, but you got why it happened. But, you know, mainly it's TV rights that bring in so much money for these schools and these conferences. And in trying to protect amateurism, you know, payment, payments won't come from the NCAA or the schools. Of course, you know, that we're a long way from that ever happening, I think. Uh, but this is the right move in place of that. You know, there, there are many angles to this. We'll get into it here. But first, as I said, let's get an understanding of what name, image, and likeness is. We haven't talked about it much on Gators Breakdown. I just kind of wanted to see what was going to come of it when it was launched. Uh, I, I don't didn't think there was much to discuss because I'm not sure we really got a handle on what we would see until we got closer to it. And that's exactly what happened of uh, sponsorships and, and, and businesses out there who are chasing these uh, college athletes now. Uh, and sponsoring their products uh, and then players trying to market themselves. Uh, now we're going to see a lot of that, but you know, it can be confusing. So Dan Murphy from ESPN uh, laid out a, a, you know, a fact um, and pretty much laid out what this is. So the next uh, couple minutes here, I'll kind of summarize the article uh, and what he put out there. So, for the first time, all NCAA athletes are now able to make money from a wide variety of businesses, business ventures without losing their eligibility. NCAA athletes will be able to accept money from businesses in exchange for allowing the business to feature them in advertisements or products. Athletes will also be allowed to use their own status as a college athlete to promote their own public appearances or companies for the first time. There are roughly a dozen states that have laws in effect that dictate how college athletes can profit from their name, image, and likeness. The NCAA has instructed individual schools in states that do have a law in effect yet to craft their own policies based on those loose guidelines and are designed to prevent pay-for-play deals and payments that are used as recruiting inducements. Most new state laws in the NCAA rules explicitly prohibit schools from paying athletes directly for the use of their NIL or for any other purposes. NCAA does not have any rules that restrict boosters from paying athletes as long as those payments are not directly for their athletic performance or inducement for recruiting purposes. Some new state laws address booster involvement in different ways, and some might need further interpretation before it's clear how involved boosters can be in paying athletes in those states. Some state laws restrict schools from arranging deals for their athletes. The NCAA rules leave that decision up to individual schools. 
but it warns that schools need to be careful that they don't cross any lines into an area that could be considered paying the players or using NIL payments as a recruiting tool. You're starting to see all the gray area now. <laughs> and who's going to uh, enforce this? So here we go. You know, the, the push for NIL rights gathered steam in 2019 when California passed a state law making it illegal for schools to ban athletes from making money. During the past two years, lawmakers in roughly two dozen other states have passed similar laws to make sure their schools weren't at a disadvantage in recruiting top talent. Due to lobbying from local schools and the depth of understanding each state legislator, legislature has about, has about the nature of college sports, those lawmakers took different approaches to regulating the new marketplace. The NCAA hoped Congress would help it pass a federal law that would create one consistent standard for all college athletes. But members of Congress have yet to agree on what should be included in a national law. The NCAA is concerned that the organization would face legal challenges due to antitrust violations if it creates its own set of NIL restrictions without backing a federal law. So for now, any school located in a state without a law going into effect is responsible for making and enforcing its own NIL policy. Florida has its own. The state of Florida has its own rules. University of Florida will follow the state, uh, the state rules. So, you know, kind of crazy that the NCAA let this go on for so long, hoping Congress would really make the uh, decision for them. This could have been taken uh, care of a long time ago. So the question was raised in the fact, will there be a universal set of rules for the future? It says it's likely that Congress will pass some sort of legislation that allows for a uniform NIL standard for all college athletes across the country. The top stars in college sports will have the opportunity to use their fame to sign deals with worth hundreds of dollars, if not thousands of dollars, or maybe more. Others who have built a massive social media following also stand to make considerable amounts of money, but all college athletes will have opportunities for smaller amounts of money to receive items or free meals in exchange for promoting local businesses. So there we go. Kind of see the convoluted area of it. It's still still kind of confusing in a way just because each state, while mostly the same, have their own um, you know, law basically with this thing. Uh, and it's just one more example of why college football needs a commissioner. You know, 2020 was a great example of that with COVID and who was playing football and who was not playing football. And if you had a commissioner like Greg Sankey, like the SEC's commissioner, who was over college football, most of college football would have been played last year instead of so many games being canceled and conferences not agreeing on when to play and who to play. If you have a commissioner, if you have one single voice, a lot of this stuff is easier. But the NCAA waited around. They wanted the decision to be made for them, waited to the very, very last minute to make their decision dealing with Congress, and you get what you get now, which is still not a very clear picture of what can happen and what will happen in the future. And they've had plenty of time to make some universal rules, to show some guidance. A lot of people don't have a lot of um, respect, a lot of good-natured feeling toward the NCAA, a lot of uh, knowledge of how they work, what they, how, how they make their decisions. Not a lot of confidence in the NCAA to make the right decision and they failed here. They, they had a clear, clear path to make this easier. Plenty of time to do it. They failed to do it. 
I think that's why another example of why we see college football really needs a commissioner and kind of figuring these things out. Uh, Darren Heitner, he's a sports entertainment and IP lawyer uh, for the Florida angle of this. He says athletes at Florida, and this is very important for me, will receive financial literacy training and life skills workshops as part of the state's NIL requirements. And that that's big. That's huge. And you've already seen it. Uh, you've seen social media on social media. You've seen Florida players out there. Jacob Copeland, Gervin Dexter, trading Malik Davis launched their own merch uh, out there, their own logos, their own logos have been made and, and printed on t-shirts and trying to make some money for themselves. And a print, a player like Princely Human Milan uh, has a popular YouTube channel that he's out there. And now, you know, he'll be able to, to make some money uh, off of that. You know, they're going to be able to profit from all this now and, and good for them. Uh, this is, you know, their image. This is them. They're marketing themselves. Uh, so, you know, how all this will be controlled is, is still a great question. I'll hit that topic later this episode as we'll extend it for Gators Breakdown Plus members. But that when you ask that question, you, you're going to get a murky answer there. But it's huge that for the state of Florida and their NIL requirements to have financial literacy training and life skills workshops, it's huge. So these guys cannot be taken advantage of and understand what it means to make money and and taxes and all that stuff that's going to come into play now. And it's not just uh, as simple as making money, here you go. You know, they, they need to understand how to manage money. They make sure they're not being taken advantage of uh, out there. You know, I think Florida, the University of Florida will help out that as well. Uh, some of these you know, have to be approved by the school uh, as well. I need to dig deeper and see how involved Florida is going to be in approving uh, uh, what players can market uh, and what they can market for. Uh, there. So the university and the state, I think, is doing a whole lot in making sure these players are taken care of. Uh, and, you know, it's going to be up to these players themselves, too, to make the right decisions and how to handle all this. Uh, and look, we're only talking to me, if, you're, if I'm looking at this, a small amount of players who are going to make enough money to really worry about that side of it. Um, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it, it's, you know, you're only, I think, to me, a few players on the team who are really going to make a whole lot of money for this. Uh, I think most uh, will make a couple hundred, few hundred dollars a year. But you know, you'll you'll start. I mean, I think was it the Eric King from Miami? Their quarterback signed a twenty thousand dollar deal. That's a lot for a college student. Uh, and you know, you'll see. I mean, just imagine. Go back to Tim Tebow and how much money he would have made in this environment. It would have been ridiculous. So, you know, they need training. They need to be taken care of. They need to have the right people around them. Uh, you know, I think the university is going to step up as well and make sure their players are taken care of uh, the right way. So there are some thoughts here uh, as I've been there all, all morning uh, on Twitter, kind of sharing my thoughts uh, with NIL and good friend, Kobe Marks, C3 Marks on, on Twitter. Uh, he does ask this question. If you start looking at it from a football angle, and he asked the question, are you still going to go hard in practice? Go hard on third and two. Block downfield for your running back if your business isn't booming. And if you're a player out there uh, and you expect uh, to this to be taken off, you know, how, how, how's it mentally uh, going to, to, to change you? you know, are you consistently thinking about the money? Are you consistently thinking about um, off the field more so than on the field? And I think that's a legit, you know, concern if you're looking at it but and at this point here you know what if your teammates business is booming and yours isn't and the whole teammates thing 
you know, I'm not so much worried about because in college football, on college football teams, we don't need to fool ourselves. There's always been the haves and the have-nots. And preferential treatment has always been there. Your star players get away with more. We know that for sure. I don't think that changes much here. I still think, you know, the players on the team who don't get to take advantage of this so much compared to the other players, you throw money into the equation, that can change things, of course, but the money for big-time recruits coming in to a, a program has always been there. Uh, you know, let's not kid ourselves. You know, there, there's there's players who get bags in, in recruiting. And, look, will there be more jealousy with some of this and with some of the money that's out there publicly? Probably I don't see a huge problem here, though. It is worth monitoring and see how much it changes. But I think you know, there's always been the have and have nots. I think a lot of those guys are used to that already. Uh, and you know, we'll see where it goes from here. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal just because that preferential treatment, it's always been there for your star players. You <laughs> Skip a practice, maybe skip a class. <laughs> um, uh, not go hard in practice. It's, it, that's, those things have always been there for the bigger time players as long as they show up in the games. And that's kind of going to the next point. You know, success off the field will be worrisome if it enters the player's mind. But look, that's got to continue. That image has to be great. But, you know, is, is there an image going to be great that they fail to produce on the field? They, players need to see this as a start of a process, not the final product, not the end of it. This is the start of throwing your image out there. It's only going to keep growing if you keep producing on the field. You know, yeah, you might get that initial hit, but if you, keep, if, if you go out there and fail on the field, that's not going to, it's not going to keep up. You're not going to be able to sign deal after deal after deal. This is a great starting point. This is a great launching point for your name, image, and likeness. Don't think of this as I made it. And I think that's where, you know, it needs to be explained to these guys. Yeah, you can keep you can keep it growing. The only way you're going to keep it growing is if you produce on the field. The reason you're popular in the first place is because of what you do on the field. Become a popular college football player because you produce on the field. You're a great talent. You're out there scoring touchdowns. You're out there making big catches, big runs. If you don't do that, Name, image, likeness, value is going to go down. So they need to see this as a start and not an end. And I think that's uh, where we'll go uh, for, from there and looking at it uh, in that way. Um, it's uh, murky. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Um, there are a lot of topics. I'm going to continue to get in here as, as I'll extend it for Gators Breakdown Plus members. I will look through the comments here uh, quickly and kind of see what I can pull from the YouTube uh, side of things. But Corey Green says, I'll be buying player merch for sure. But yeah, I mean, some of that, some of that's looking really good. I've, I've seen out there some of these logos that have been created. Uh, and it's been awesome to see um, these guys, I think. And look, I, I, I'm personally, I know about it too, of creating Gators Breakdown merch and, and all the work that goes into it. And, and, you know, and I think some of these players now kind of want, want to revel in it and good for them. Uh, and you know, if they can come up with some cool merch and uh, you guys want to go out there and show it, I saw one from, uh, I think it was Quincy Avery and an image of Emory Jones. 
it was awesome looking, really good. You know, couldn't have the Gator logo on it, of course, on the on the helmet or anything, but it looked really, really good. Uh, so I think you're going to see a whole lot of this stuff, different ways to support the team uh, through these players here. Uh, 808s and Crab Cake, uh, thanks for the uh, donation there uh, so much. But, um, yeah, so uh, it's, uh, we're going to see uh, Captain Trips here throws up a good point. Nick Saban owns Mercedes dealerships, founder of Nike, went to Oregon. You're going to see, I mean, as I've said, in the locker room, the haves and have-nots. It's going to continue in college football as well, the have and have-nots. If you're a big-time program, especially now in a big-time city, and you can market – these players can market themselves in Miami, in L.A. Uh, if you're in Florida, if you're in Gainesville, you can market yourself in Miami still. You can market yourself in Orlando and in Tampa and in Jacksonville. It's going to grow. And these, these big schools, these big conferences – it's only going to continue to grow uh, from there. So you know, your your Alabamas of the world, it's only going to help them uh, even more. So we'll uh, we'll see where it goes from there. But uh, very very interesting to see how much it separates the haves and the have nots. Um, George says uh, from now on, corporations will determine where people sign to play football based on the promise of a contract, it's open season. Yep, it, this, this definitely changes things. Uh, and um, I'll get into that even more uh, when I extend the conversation uh, for Gators Breakdown Plus members uh, it, it, later on in this episode, too. About to get to that point as well. Let me go through a couple more. Uh, let's see. All right, there we go. That'll be uh, most of it there. Uh, David Sertico says the Dan Mullen only needed dealerships. Uh, maybe that's a new avenue. Maybe uh, you're probably going to see a, a lot of coaches probably start doing this uh, as well. And look, I know uh, Nick De La Torre retweeted um, uh, a retweet from someone. I forgot who it was, but now, um, you know, these coaches get paid to do these coaches shows uh, and, and all that. So now, What's going to happen for these players? Uh, and it looks like these players are – let me see if I can find the tweet here from Nick so I'm not necessarily uh, misremembering uh, what it said here. Uh, but this was – here we go. So Andrew Brent is the one who brings this up. He goes, heard this happening in NIL regarding top football program. Flagship radio station will pick five-star players. And I don't think five-star, just five-star players. So basically star players that will come on for a segment every week of the season and earn $25,000 for the year. There you go. And these are the things you're going to start seeing now. So a radio station in one of these college towns, I'm going to start paying players to come onto their uh, radio show. Wish I could do that. I don't have the money to do that, <laughs> but uh, uh, that would be that would be awesome uh, to, to do. But uh, yeah, so these big radio stations are really going to be able to, uh, and TV stations, all that stuff, are going to be able to take advantage uh, of having certain players every week uh, on their show. So something else to to, to to look forward to, and how it maybe even changes the media world uh, with that. You still have uh, you know your news sources that will go about business the same way, but something like a radio station or a TV station or something, uh, being able to maybe gain more access may start reaching out uh, there. So, all right, that'll do it right here on YouTube. I'm going to extend the conversation on Gators Breakdown Plus. Everyone, 
thanks for uh, hopping on. I'm going to continue. Uh, and this will be, kind of be the new format, uh, I think. Have one conversation, but extend it for Gators Breakdown Plus members. So if you haven't joined Gators Breakdown Plus yet, please do so. GatorsBreakdown.SupportingCast.FM. Even more content, even more chatting <laughs> with me there on the Discord server. Uh, been a lot of fun there uh, on, on Gators Breakdown Plus. So please join if you haven't yet for as little as $3 a month. All right, so that'll do it for this thought of the day. Let's continue the conversation on Gators Breakdown Plus.